It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, everybody, we welcome you to a new episode of the Locked On Washington football team podcast from here at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey, where the Washington football team drops to 1-5 as they lose to the New York Giants, who move to 1-5, 20-19. Hey, guys, I have knocked down six Diet Pepsis today. Yeah, I, I know, I know, that's, that's a lot, but it's game day, right? And this football season is different because Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day. No matter how you watch this season, and I watched two awful teams go at it in person and drove eight hours round trip to do it here at MetLife Stadium and had plenty of Diet Pepsi. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. All right, good to have Pepsi aboard with us as they have been such great partners, uh, of course, since the football season started. I'm Chris Russell. Coming up on this episode of the Locked On Washington football team podcast, we'll hear from head coach Ron Rivera and a player or two. Uh, We just have to get through all of that. But first, we go through the game and tell you what happened and why it happened and how it happened. A 20-19 loss to the New York Giants for the Washington football team. Let's start uh, and work our way back um, because that's really the – that's really the only way we could go with this, right? I mean, you know, that's that's where all the meat is on the bone. Uh, the The Washington football team came up short despite apparently scoring what many thought at the time, the game-tying touchdown. It was a beautiful, beautiful throw to Cam Sims for 22 yards. His first NFL touchdown, capping off a 10-play, 75-yard drive, 2 minutes, 53 seconds. It was well done, executed perfectly. Good clock management, good usage of timeouts. Everything was done correctly. Um, Kyle Allen found Terry McLaurin. He found Dontrell Inman. He found J.D. McKissick. Everything was done right that I could see. And yet, Washington still loses. Why? Because they go for a two-point conversion down one with, um, you know, with, uh, what, uh, 40 seconds left or whatever it is. 38 seconds, doesn't matter. So, here's the thing. Again, and I've said this on Twitter, I've said this on the radio, I've said this on, on SI.com, and I'll say it here. I would not have gone for two points if I was Ron Rivera, but I'm a chicken. I'm a coward, and I'll admit that. I am totally and completely a pansy. I don't have the stones that Ron Rivera has, quite honestly. And he proved once again 
whether you agree or you disagree, that he is going to be confident in his offense when he feels their foot is on the gas pedal. And he is going to also take some chances that are unconventional. And he did it several times on Sunday. And I saw it for my very own eyes, and we have seen it so far. So let's take a look at why this move was made. Down 20 to 19, again, 37 seconds left or whatever it is, you have all the momentum, right? Even on the previous touchdown that the New York Giants scored, they scored because of an offensive mistake by Washington, not because their offense was so good. So he feels he's got all the momentum. Washington was moving the football well on that drive that ended in a turnover and disaster and then carved the Giants defense up, bing, bang, boom, 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 all over the place uh, to, again, put them in position for one. Kyle Allen throwing majestic-looking bombs, bombs, majestic-looking passes into the back corner of the end zone like he did to Logan Thomas early and like he did to Cam Sims. And I'm all the way at the other end of the field, and as soon as he threw it, I could see the arc, I could see the delivery, I could see the route, I could see the separation from a 1,000 feet away, and it was just beautiful to watch, and I knew it was a touchdown right away. It was just beautiful to watch. Again, I would not have gone for two. I'm a chicken. Ron isn't. Ron is afraid of nothing. He is afraid of nothing. He said he came to win, and that's his mentality. And you know what? Kyle Allen um, described it as seeing, I think uh, he said, saw cover zero. He saw maybe a small window to run it in, but then he thought Jabril Peppers, and certainly that video showed that and, and live showed that, that, Jabril Peppers was about to close in on him, so he pulled back and obviously an incomplete and a failure on the two-point conversion. Now, here's the thing, guys. You have to make up a decision, good or bad call, before the play. It, it does absolutely no good for any of us to practice this, well, it worked, so it was a great call. It didn't work, so it was a terrible call. That's bull. You don't do that. I've never done that, and I never will do that. It was a call that I would not have made, but it was, in my opinion, an understandable and legitimate and plausible decision by the head coach of the Washington football team. And here's further how I'll explain it. If you go down losing, you want to go down taking your best crack, your best swing. You don't want to go down being a wallflower. You don't want to go down... You tie up the game. You work your butt off to tie up the game. It's 20-20. to 20. Giants win a coin flip, and they go right down the field six, seven plays or one play or two plays or whatever it is, and you never see the ball in overtime. You feel like you didn't give it your best shot. Like you feel like, oh, man, that sucks. We wasted all that energy to do that, to see that. You'd rather control your ultimate outcome. Like, Washington did plenty wrong in this game, and they did plenty right in this game. But you'd rather control your own destiny. And that's exactly what he did. Whether you like it or you don't like it, you had to like it or not like it before the play. And many of you are going to only, and this is media too, only not like it because it didn't work out. I guarantee you if it worked out, Ron Rivera would be hailed as a saint as a saint, locally and nationally. Man, 
that guy's got stones, that guy's got onions, that guy's got grapefruits. Oh, he's the riverboat Ron. Now he's just dummy Ron because it didn't work out. Well, that that's not going to work on this podcast. I mean, you can think that. Fans can think that. Media can think that. Pundits around the NFL and the talk shows on Monday can think that. That's not going to how, how it's going to work on this podcast. Again, I would not have made the decision Ron made, but I totally understand why he made it. I don't have a major issue with it. It didn't work out. It sucks. I hate the fact that it cost them a game, but ultimately I have no problem with the decision. That's it in a nutshell. Now, a couple of other things that we obviously have to point out. Kyle Allen was good and bad. 42 passing attempts. Too much, but, you know, again, they're playing from behind a little bit. 31 completions, so very good accuracy. 280 yards, three sacks, one of them a disaster. Another one was not good. Um, He kind of ran right into it on a bootleg uh, into Leonard Williams um, as the line shifted left, and Leonard Williams just came unabated off the left end of the Giants' defense. Two touchdowns, an interception, a 97-3 rating. Uh, Listen, Kyle Allen, uh, my buddy Rick Snyder for SI.com gave him an F. I I couldn't disagree more. Not an F performance. I mean, sure, he made a big mistake on – the fumble, which led to the ultimate game-winning go-ahead touchdown, no doubt about it. He gets sacked, a 10-yard loss. They weren't in field goal position anyway, so it's just a punt. It's a tied game. You have to hold on to the football. He did a terrible job, and it cost them seven points in the game. I get that. But while he also had a terrible interception earlier in the game into zone triple coverage, and while he may or may not have had an opportunity to run in the two-point conversion, we can sit here and say those three things cost them game. But what about the 47-yard missed field goal by Dustin Hopkins at the end of the first drive? What about, you know, um, the defense and Landon Collins completely not sealing the wall and containing Daniel Jones on a 49-yard run. That leads to a score. I mean, you know, we could sit here and say, well, this and that and this. There is not one person that cost them the game. Ron Rivera did not cost them the game. Kyle Allen did not cost them the game. So, I mean, they all cost themselves an opportunity, right? But Kyle Allen also gave them a chance to win. I mean, he gave them a chance to win on a fourth and four. He gave them a chance to win on third down. Listen to these numbers. Washington, I just gave you his offensive numbers. The Washington football team, which stinks to high heaven on third down. They were the worst third down team in the NFL coming in. 8 of 15 on third down, 53% plus. 2 of 2 on fourth down. So you combine that, you're 10 of 17 on money downs. I mean, that's one game. One game. But that's great. The Washington defense allowed 7 of 11 on third down, and there was one particular sequence that drove me nuts. They made a great play. Kevin Pierre-Lewis in pass coverage. Deron Payne on second down knocks down a pass. Boom, third and 10. They give up a big play over the middle for plus 11. Now, on the ensuing set of downs, they did get off on a third and six. Montez Sweat had big pressure. Somebody else did. They forced a rollout incompletion, so they got off the field, and it didn't hurt them. But that's the kind of sequence that Ron Rivera is talking about, consistency. Make a great play on first down. Make a great play on second down. Get up and get gashed on third and long. You can't do that. Now, they recovered, but you can't do that. But 7 of 11 on third down is not good. This giant offense is not good. No Saquon Barkley. Slayton was banged up. 
You know, they give up 21 yards on the first play to Evan Ingram, give up 18 yards on the second play. Now they held down for a field goal. But the point of the matter is they were getting gashed from the start, yet they only allowed 240 net yards. So everybody's going to look and say, great performance by the defense. And by far, this was their best. But we're also talking about, you know, this is the worst offense probably that they faced. Uh, again, without Saquon Bark and Liam, without healthy other options. They benched their starting left tackle and so on and so forth. Um Again, big momentum-type situations in this game that I think hurt the Washington football team. Again, the 47-yarder missed by Dustin Hopkins cannot happen. Uh, He missed a field goal against the Philadelphia Eagles in Week 1. He missed an extra point against Cleveland in Week 3. He missed a 54-yard field goal, which was a bad decision against Baltimore. Uh, He was fine last week, if memory serves me correct, against the Rams. Granted, limited opportunity. And then he misses a 47-yarder today. Now, he made the rest of his kicks great. But, I mean, come on now. Like, this team has zero margin for error. And Rivera and Kyle Allen are going to take the blame. That's fine. But we we cannot overlook the fact that the kicking game, which was supposed to be a strength, has been a weakness this year. From a place-kicking standpoint, it has been a weakness. It has been spotty at best. That being said, the Washington football team deserved to win this game and lose this game. They had that mistake. We talked about the other big momentum switches. Um, you know, again, as, as you start this game off with a missed 47-yard field goal and then a terrible interception by Kyle Allen to come back and just you know, hang around and get an opportunity at the half to make it 13-10 when everything is going wrong, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I mean, all things considered, that's pretty good. They made it 13-10 again late in the first half with uh, 17 seconds left on a beautiful pass to Logan Thomas. I didn't realize it was only five yards. I mean, it you know, it looked so much longer than that because it was in the back corner of the end zone uh, and because it was just, again, like a majestic little fade lob. But it looked further than five yards, but it's five yards. But they converted on third and nine on that particular drive to Isaiah Wright for 12 yards. They... Um, uh, they converted. Uh, th- th- that's the drive that after they fell short on third and nine, they punted away. They downed it at the one yard line, right? Down it at the one yard line. Think about this. With 120 left to go in the first half, you're down 13 3. New York Giants are going to get the ball. Two minute offense, less than two minutes. They got to drive 99 yards. Ron says, no, no, no. I'm going to take a risk here. I'm going to take a gamble, and I'm going to take the five yards for the running into the kicker, and I'm going to make it fourth and four instead of ball at the one for the Giants. I'm going to take a chance and go fourth and four. And he does from the Giant 40 with 111 left, and it works. Kyle Allen rolls to his right. He eludes pressure. He gets an arm on him. He dips his shoulder. He gets away from it. He fires a strike to Inman into a fairly tight window for 15 yards in the first down. Then they go first down, second down, uh, completion, timeout, timeout, both sides. Then they convert on third and two uh, on a seven-yard pass, little slip screen to Terry McLaurin. Then the touchdown after a defensive holding on Blake Martinez. Well, 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 well done. 13 plays, 70-yard drive, 602. But again, that doesn't happen without Ron Rivera gambling and gambling right, as it turned out. 
I, I didn't love the decision, quite honestly, at the time, but he made it work, and they made it work. And when it works, it's great. But I didn't love the decision at the time because I would have said, hey, you know what, drive 99 yards on me in a minute and 20 seconds. It's just not my day. He took a major risk, and he won, just like he took a major risk at the end of the game, and he didn't win. So that's, you know, that's the game in a nutshell. All right. When we come back, we'll hear a little bit uh, from Ron Rivera. Uh, The audio got a little uh, cut off, so we're going to have to work on getting the the part of the audio that we missed. But you will hear some from Ron Rivera uh, and as well uh, a player from the locker room, um, Kendall Fuller, I believe, we will hear from right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. All right, guys, it is Chris Russell here. And, again, it's not easy to talk about the Washington football team because, well, they're not very good. But you know what's really not easy? Talking about ED. That's right. We're not talking about Ed or Mr. Ed. We're talking about erectile dysfunction. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED if you're having these issues all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan if medication is appropriate. Roman will ship you real medicine with two-day shipping that is absolutely free. The whole process is simple, straightforward, discreet. You won't have to leave your home. Getting started is simple. Go to roman.com slash locked on. That's roman.com slash locked on. You complete an online visit. ED used to be tough to talk about, guys, but now there's Roman. Complete the on visit, online visit today. Connect with the doctor. You take care of it. And here, check this out. You get up to $50 off your first month of ED treatment, a free online visit, and free two-day shipping. That's getroman.com slash locked on. Get it now. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, it is the Locked On a Washington football team podcast. Let's hear from head coach Ron Rivera, part of his press conference after a 20-19 to loss. So we had an extra DB for coverage and then put our probably our, our best guy who plays with vision uh, back at the safety position uh, in Kendall. And uh, obviously it paid off for us, I believe, in the, um, the touchdown at the, uh, at the back of the end zone, I believe, we were in a specific defense that put him at free safety. Ron, on, on the two-point conversion, I, I know you maybe haven't seen the film yet. Did it? Did you think Kyle maybe had a little bit of room to scramble or try to get to the pylon there after the initial break? Yes, and and and, and again, we got to take a look at it. the one one thing he's got to you know he's got to think about is that once you commit, you got to commit one way or the other. You can either commit to the throw or commit to the run because now everything else has to unfold. Yeah. And then you can go from there. Um, and, and, and that's one thing I think that I know Scott's going to talk to him about. I know Kenny will talk to him about it. But, um, you know, you break, you, once you break contained, to, to me, you, you have to, you have to uh, commit one way or the other. Ron, when you make that decision in a situation and it doesn't work, is that going to eat at you? Or be, are you content so much because of, you know, what you're trying to establish long term? Well, it'll, it'll eat at me because uh, we lost. I mean, I, I want to win. I mean, at the end of the day, that's why. I mean, I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm playing to win. 
Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get our, our players to understand that, you know, this is, this is how we're going to do things. We're, we're going to do things to the max. We're, we're going we're gonna to play to win football games. Um, yeah, it's going to bug me because we lost, and it, it really does. It pisses me off. I mean, I, I want to win football games. Um, I, I don't care this is my first year. I don't care that, you know, we're, we got a group of young guys that have to learn. I'm, I'm, we're trying to teach them. Uh, we're going to teach them, and they're going to learn how to, how to win. And, and, and at the end of the day, that's, that's what we're here for. Iran, does the fact that you guys are only a game out of first place, uh, did that pay anything into your decision to uh, to go for the two point conversion or no, uh, no, okay. no, no, because because, again, you never know. OK, let's say we kick the extra point. OK, so now we're tied. Now they toss the coin, they get the ball and they drive down, score a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? Or they could, you know, that we could get the ball, drive down, score a touchdown. Uh, or it could go the other way. You, you don't know. You you will never be able to tell me. You know what's going to happen. So as far as I'm concerned, when you're on the road, um, you know our attitude is we're going to play to win. Uh, when especially when there's that that little time left. You know when there's 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 a minute half a minute left to go in the game. To me, you know um, why not why not take that opportunity uh, because you may never get back down there. Um, because I I thought we could you know I, I thought because we had moved the ball pretty well. Uh, and, and, and we didn't have enough to show for it. Uh, so I thought, again, that we could get the first down. I wanted to get the first down because I wanted to put points up on the board before half. There's a statistic that says if you score before the half, uh, you increase your chances to win, and, and that's part of the attitude. Um, and, again, that's, that's what we're looking to do. Three more. Uh, one of the uh, matchups to watch enter the game was your pass rush and your offensive line that had given up a lot of pressures. How did you think that matchup played out today? Say that one more time. Going into the game, your pass rush against their offensive line was uh, sort of a key to uh, a key to the game for a lot of people. How did you think that matchup matchup played out? Well, I, I I didn't think it was that bad. I thought our guys worked hard. I thought we, um, you know, we had an opportunity at times to, to move the ball around. Um, you know, they moved some of their guys around uh, to, to to create different situations, circumstances. Um, you know, they brought pressure a couple times at the right time, and 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 that was tough. So again, you know, it, it, I, I thought it was I thought it was fair. I thought it was equal. I thought our guys played hard. Ron, is there anything that you say to Kyle Allen or do maybe Scott? Like on some of those sacks, you mentioned the turnovers being something that eats at you. But what about or but in regards to some of the sacks that he took? Do you guys say something to him about hey, you can't take it in certain situations that he had this game? Oh yeah, most certainly. I mean, I mean the the the, the you know you, you want him to get rid of the ball, but it, but at the same time you also want to protect the football, and that's part of what he has to understand. I mean. He's done this in the past where he's, he's, you know, he's fumbled it a couple of times. Um, and again, certain situations, they hurt. This one hurt because obviously it led to points. Uh, in fact, both turnovers led to points. And that, that's, that's, a tough, that's a tough pill to swallow. Last one. Hey, Ron, Ron with, with Kyle, because he throws the interception, he responds well. He fumbles, he responds well. So how do you kind of factor all that in? And when you look at his game, that ability to respond, but also making those mistakes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he he had a chance. I mean, he, you know, he he put 19 points on the board. You know, could have been 20 if we kicked the extra point, but he he did what we needed to do, and that was he moved the ball when we had to. He put us in the end zone when we had to have it, um, and he did a lot of positive things. Like I said, you know, I mean, and and again, going for two and not com- not 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 converting that's on me. That's my decision, and uh, you know, I'll stick with it. Like I said, because I just I really do believe that you play to win when you're on the road. Um, as opposed to when you're at home, you 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 take a different approach. 
All right, once again, that is part of Ron Rivera right here from MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. I'm Chris Russell for our friends at Built Bar. That's right, six new flavors, guys, 18 overall. The six new flavors, of course, oh, caramel brownie. Can you not go wrong with a caramel brownie of any sort? But this one is healthy for you, right? It's high in protein, low in sugar, low in carbs, Low in the bad stuff, high in the good stuff. Caramel brownie, awesome. Plus cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp. All the new six flavors, plus the 12 original flavors, nut-free and nut flavors. 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. And again, they are great for you. Low in sugar, high in protein, high in fiber, great for any kind of diet. Mm, you just got to get a Bilt Bar, baby. You Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON right now, and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's the promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, we wrap up the Locked On Washington football team podcast, and actually, I screwed up. We're going to hear from Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas caught a touchdown pass from Kyle Allen. We'll save Kyle Allen for the next episode. He caught a touchdown pass his uh, from five yards. Uh, again, a fade, great catch, great footwork, everything. Logan Thomas has been uh, pretty reliable for the Washington football team as an outlet valve, and again, this one, just really good stuff on behalf of the quarterback and the tight end in every way. Uh, yeah, I just had to try to get my feet down, make a play on the ball, and Kyle put up a good one. And I guess the, I guess whatever happened, happened. Hey, Logan, what did you think about the decision to go for two points there at the end? I fully expected it. At the start of the drive, I told the offense, I said, let's go score and go for two. I mean, I think everybody around the league knows who Ron is and how Ron is, so I expected it, and I think, I think we expected it too. Hey, Logan, big picture with Ron going for two like that. What does that – what kind of message does that send to the locker room and to, to you guys in there? Well, it's a confidence, man. He has confidence in his players. He tells us every day how much he believes in us, uh, that we're going to get the job done, and um, and he backs it with his actions. Hey, Logan, just to, just to clarify, you, you said uh, let's score and go for two, or did Ron tell you guys let, we're going to score and go for two? No, in the huddle, I mean – like I said, around the league, I think everybody knows okay. Ron is that type of guy. So, so we're going to score a touchdown here and go for two just because, you know, I have confidence in our offense. And I kind of knew how Ron was, was, is, is wired. Same thing. He's able to bounce back, um, you know, sometimes. And, and football things don't go your way. But it's about how you respond. And, um, you know, we're in one of those ruts right now about how, how do we respond. Um, and I think Kyle showed the character of this team with those drives on the way back, and I think our team is, is, is building. Logan, what do you think was the key to sustaining some drives like you haven't been able to before this season, and, and what does that do, I guess, for you guys as a team as a whole? Um, sustaining drives is all about just execution. Um, a lot of the drives that we've had this year, um, we just haven't executed. It's been one person here, one person there, um, you know, just looking at one thing wrong, and you know, if we put it all together, we move the ball up and down the field. I mean, how many 
12 or 10 to 12 play drives that we have. So, I mean, it's just one of those things where we got to execute. And what does that do for the rest of the team when you are able to do that and stay on the field? Yeah, one, it keeps the defense off the field, lets them stay fresh, lets our edge get after the quarterback. And two, I think it makes the confidence grow. It's like, man, they can't stop us and we're not stopping ourselves. And, you know, it depends on what we do, whether if we get an end zone or get a field goal or, or whatnot. Logan, is there a need on this team kind of right now? You've all come in, a lot of you knew, to, to really establish some kind of idea about winning. I mean, it sense that Ron kind of was trying to do that a little bit today. I don't know if you'd agree. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, winning winning comes down to, to making plays. And, um, you know, Ron wants to win just as much as anybody else. And the fourth down calls, the, you know, two-point calls, it comes down to winning. And it comes down to making one play. And once you get a taste of winning, I mean, we had it in the first game, but once you get a taste, you don't want to lose it. Um, and so it's, it's that battle and, and it's, it's, that, it's that grind to get to it. Last one. Hey, Logan, when you guys have a long drive on that first drive and come away with no points, what does that do to a team mentally? Nothing. Uh, we did our job. We got down there. Uh, obviously, we want to get seven, but, um, you know, our mental, our mental is – you know, get back on the get back out on the field, reload, and get going again. All right, and that's going to do it for us right here from MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Twenty to nineteen loss for the Washington Football Team. They dropped to one and five. Losers of five in a row. They're home one o'clock this Sunday afternoon. Provided that the NFL does not change that for Andy Dalton, Ezekiel Elliott, and the Dallas Cowboys. And don't forget. 8,000 or so fans will be allowed in attendance at FedEx Field this Sunday uh, for the first time this year. So that'll be an interesting little twist and element uh, as 10% in the state of Maryland is allowed and the capacity, again, 82.5. So about 8,000, maybe a little bit more than that, uh, will be allowed at FedEx Field. All right, I'm Chris Russell, uh, about to hit the road. We will join you on, um, you know, uh, earlier this week, uh, early in the week with another episode of the Locked on Washington football team podcast. We'll hear uh, from Kyle Allen and more. Thanks for being with us. Adios. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.